You're listening to the Maximum Storytelling Podcast, where you'll learn how to produce compelling video marketing content for your law firm through visual storytelling. Maximum Storytelling is a production of Maximum Lawyer Media. And now, your hosts, Josh Nagel and Annika Godlewski. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Maximum Lawyer Storytelling, where we talk all things video and encourage you guys to get out there and get your faces in front of a camera. Uh, I'm Annika Godlewski, and this is Josh Nagel. Hey guys, how are you doing? So, as you can tell from a lot of our videos that I would either have to stand in front of the camera for, or do voiceovers for, or, you know, help figure out subject matter for 10 years ago, they are way different than all the stuff that you produce now. And I, and it has a lot to do with lighting, right? Absolutely. Lighting is like one of the most undersung things that you can do is, you know, for video. Audio is super important, but lighting is what's going to make your video stand out visually. And so when, back when we were, when you started and, you know, we first met, I mean, we were in a pretty small room with a wall behind us that was painted green, right? We didn't even have a green screen. It was painted green. And we had no lights except for what was overhead, right? The fluorescent lights overhead. Fluorescent recessed lighting ahead. I think the room was about four feet by 10 feet. And so we didn't have any room to put any lighting or anything, if, even if we really wanted to, unless we had something over the camera. But we didn't know any better, and we were just using the fluorescent lighting that we had, which creates all sort of, you know, not very flattering shadows in your eyes, making, you know, the raccoon eyes um, and stuff like that. So having lights that are off camera and, and properly placed, it's going to make you look a whole lot better on camera. One of the things, if you're kind of skeptical of being in front of the camera, making yourself look good is probably going to help a little bit better, make, make you feel better. When I was recently down in Atlanta helping um, my client, Attorney Jillian Todd, set up a makeshift video studio in her dad's office, we were playing around with the lighting and she's like, oh my gosh, it's like Botox in a box you turn on that light and then all of a sudden you look so much better on camera and, and it was crazy. So do you think we should show them now that video that I took down there? Yeah, absolutely. I think it gives a really good example of, you know, before, um, after, Annika's got three different lights and it shows, you know, just having one on and then two and then all three and the difference is crazy. So yeah, let's, let's roll the video. And we'll preface this with that video was taken around midnight one night. So You'll, there's no natural light whatsoever, but we'll go ahead and roll it and don't try not to laugh, you guys. Okay, thanks. Hi guys, Annika Godlewski here. I am with attorney Jillian Todd and we are testing out the new video studio that we set up in her office. We, it's probably around midnight. We are standing in her dad's office, which is just a normally lit room. We have the new green screen behind us. There is obviously no natural light coming in through the window, but we just wanted to show you what a difference all of this stuff makes once uh, you have everything set up. So as we go through, we're going to turn on the new Blue Yeti mic. We are then going to turn on two umbrella, um, umbrella lights, and then we're going to turn on a ring light just to show you guys the difference in how everything looks. So first we're going to turn on the Blue Yeti mic. A couple of moments to kick back in, but you should start hearing a difference in uh, how everything sounds. Now we're going to turn on the umbrella lights and see what a difference those make. There's one of two, and then there's two of two. And now here's the kicker, okay? We're going to turn on the ring light. 
We're gonna start it at the lowest dim setting and then we're gonna go up and you're gonna see how much of a, how much of a, a difference this makes. So here's dim. Now we're gonna go higher and higher to its brightest setting. So as you can see, there's probably way more definition in my face. You can probably see all the, the crazy curls that are going on. We're, you know, extremely tired because it's late, but yeah, we hope that you can see the difference. And this whole setup was around $200, $250. But if anybody wants recommendations on what to get, we will point you in the right direction. Thanks. That's pretty crazy, right? I mean, like night and day. Yeah, the, the lighting, I mean, like I said, you can see for yourselves how big of a difference it makes. Shadows, the way that the light, you know, kind of two on the side like this um, with the ring light in the middle kind of eliminates any sort of shadow, gives you a nice glow, really soft lighting makes everything smooth. And soft lighting is the most important thing is because, you know, there's hard light and soft light. And hard light's going to create kind of these shadows that are really harsh. Um, soft light allows everything to kind of fall off real nice and smooth um, and makes you look a lot better smooth skin out. And if you have any, you know, pimples or imperfections in your face, it really helps smooth those out. And I will say too that um, one of the benefits of utilizing Maxwell Media, and if you have us come down and, and do video shoots or, you know, set up, um, you know, a whole series of stories, right, visual stories, and if you want to set up a video studio, we will totally help you set that up in your office. And I'll, I'm going to show some photos later on um, in the podcast about just how little space you actually need. So if you're on the fence or you're just like, ah, you know, I don't really know if I know how to do this. I mean, Josh will look at your space. He'll look at, um, you know, the budget that you want to spend. and He'll set everything up while we're down there. So always keep that into consideration. So I'm going to share my screen now and I'm going to show you the the crazy differences between having no lights and the progression through to having full lights. And then Josh is going to explain to us what it all means and, and why it's important. So as you guys can see, this is a photograph of no lights, right? This is just the overhead light. Again, even though there was a window next to me, no natural light whatsoever. So take it away, Josh. So you can see right off the bat that the hair is pretty much the only thing that's getting the light and it's blocking her face from getting lit at all, except for her nose, which, you know, Annika, you look great. It makes it look bigger. It makes her nails look so much bigger. Another thing too, look at the color. You know, I don't think you were quite that tan, but when you're shooting on, this was shot on the iPhone and auto white balance doesn't really know what to do in a situation like this. The lighting and the background, um, it's hard for it to understand what the color temperature should be. So right now it's reverting to more of a kind of a red um, cyan color. And when you add lights to it, your iPhone starts to understand a little bit more what's going on in the scene. You can change that if you know how to go into your settings and you can actually set your white balance. Um, but most people just kind of leave it on auto and let it do its thing. When you start adding lights, it starts to be able to, to read the scene better. So show them the next um, one, Annika, with, with one light. And I will also point out too that as these photos get progressively brighter, my teeth look way better too. And I don't, just as a side note, I was looking through this. So this next one, this was just a photograph, but the same idea applies as if the light, the, the flash were on during a, um, an actual video, but this is just the iPhone flash. So another thing too, iPhones 
straight in front of her. So this is like if you were lit um, with, a, with a light directly in front of your face, straight on, um, which probably isn't the best place to put a light. If you say you only have one light, ideally you're gonna wanna put it off to the side a little bit um, and a little bit higher at an angle so that when it shoots down to you, it lights your face a little more evenly. And having it from one side, uh, is going to create a little bit of more of a flattering shadow. Right now, she's kind of like a deer in headlights. You know, mm -hmm. the light's kind of just blasting in there. And also, too, I'm surprised that your glasses didn't get a, a reflection on that. But the red eye, you can tell, is another culprit of the, the straight-on light. So um, in the setup that we had before, there were two umbrella lights and one on each side of my face. So this was, this photograph, only the umbrella lights, one on each side. You can tell right off the bat by looking at her eyes, the way that the shadows are, she's a lot more evenly lit. If you could look back from that first picture where literally just the tip of her nose was lit. That, I mean, the of those and look how much tired I look. I look so tired. It's great. You still got that light on your hair, which another tip, if you're adding your own lights, you're going to turn off every other light in the room so that way you don't have mixed color temperature. Um, so you can see a little bit, I think, coming down on her hair from the top still. You're going to get a little bit of a mixture there. It may look a little bit more red or blue than what it should be, but um, I mean, right off the bat, you can tell that having those lights make a world of a difference. Even with the green screen, the backdrop, um, it's actually green now. Um, it took out some of those um, wrinkles that are in the green screen. It's going to make it a lot easier to chroma key that out later when it's well lit. This is with a ring light. I got a funky red dot going on in my face. That's, I'm not sure what that was from. Maybe just a weird yeah. flash or something, but. Effect from the camera probably. But yeah, just look at her hair and her face. Everything is lit evenly now. This is just with the ring light. So this is something that's straight on, again, kind of like a, a more glorified iPhone flash. But you can tell right off the bat that it's powerful enough to combat that light above her. So you're not seeing her hair that's kind of lit up like it was before. Everything is a lot more um, neutral, even lit. She doesn't have a lot of shadows. Ring lights are really good about um, filling in all the shadows in your face. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a beauty light. Um, so a lot of people that are doing makeup tutorials and stuff like that use ring lights for that very reason um, because it adds a nice, you know, underneath her chin, you get a nice shadow down there. It really helps kind of make everything pop and gets rid of most of the unwanted things that you generally don't want in video. <laughs> right. Double chins and yeah, all that good sure. stuff. And so this one is ring light plus the umbrella lights. So when I look at this right off the bat, I look at directly in her eyes. You see the reflection from the ring light, which is a super flattering feature that you get when you use a ring light, which is one of the main features of a ring light. But combined with the umbrella lights on the side, you can tell that everything now is very uniform. She's kind of separated from the background now because you got a little bit of that light spilling over on her. But the ring light's kind of doing most of the heavy work in the middle. And then the umbrella lights are kind of filling in the gaps. And, you know, a three light setup like this is ideal. And, you know, I know that there wasn't a lot of space to work with here. So you can get three lights in um, if you got enough a room around you to work. But the benefit of a ring light is you can shoot right through the middle of it. And you really don't take up any extra room to have the ring light. So I think looking at those examples, if you could only have one light, the ring light's going to be your you know, the biggest thing for you, um, just because you can see how, how good that looks. She's still got the reflection in her eyes. Um, she's very evenly lit. You do see a little bit more of that um, shadow behind her on the green screen, which will be a little bit more difficult to chroma key that out later. But having the ring light plus the umbrella lights 
gets rid of a little bit of that shadow, um, kind of, you know, just really makes everything shine. She pops out a little bit more uh, and it looks really, really good. So I'll just do a real, real quick side-by-side -side of this one versus, oh shoot, it's not letting me do it, hang tight. So here's um, the best and the worst. Oh. First and the best, like night and day. It's like crazy. total night and day, it's crazy. So then just to give you guys an example of how little space is needed to, to create these effects, this is a photograph I took of um, Joseph M. Todd being photographed. So there's not a lot of space in between him and the camera, but there's still, the lighting helps make it seem like there's so much more depth, but it, it really wasn't that much space. Here's another photo of the two of them in front of that camera. And then you can see right there, he's very, very close to the camera and there's not, his big concern was he didn't want to take up too much space in his office for this whole setup. And so he was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised to see that, that it really wasn't the case. It was good. It was great. Yeah, that looks really good. And this, I mean, the, it's crazy. This whole setup, that lighting setup was what, two, 300 bucks. Mm -hmm. So obviously you can splurge and you can spend more of some more higher end lights, uh, which are probably going to be a little bit bigger when you have, I mean, the lights that I use, my softbox is probably three and a half feet. Um, just for the softbox. So to get that in a room, it's really difficult sometimes to um, to make that work. But those lights are perfect for small spaces. Um, I think that having a setup like that that's minimal, you can see the difference of what it makes just adding a couple lights to your videos. But it also speaks to the importance of if you have something that's extremely important to say and you have, or maybe it's a theme that's really evergreen about why you started your firm or you know, there's a really important mediation coming up and you need that visual story through video to push the adjusters over whatever threshold they're lit, they're stuck at settlement wise. If it's going to make that much of a difference, just trust a professional and don't even, I mean, you, you can try to replicate the process and try to do it at home or in your office, but you know, you're not going to want to drag a four foot light box into your office to try to make it look as good as you can. Like, you know, don't reinvent the wheel, you know, for important stuff, hire somebody to do it for you. I definitely agree. I mean, for YouTube videos, content for social media and stuff like that, it's a great way to add production value to your own videos. If you're doing something a little more high end, obviously you're not, probably not going to shoot your own TV commercial. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to have a, a crew come out and take care of that for you. But, you know, another thing with the green screen is you don't always have to shoot in front of a green screen. Um, it's kind of cool to be able to, um, you know, separate yourself from there, add your own custom background, even just a gradient color or something like that makes the video seem a little more higher end produced. But if you had a background like Annika's background right now, she's in an office, she's got books back there, it looks great. You know, something like that is perfectly fine for your YouTube social media content just to basically get your message out there, whatever you're trying to convey. You know, it's not, mo you know, and as important to have a green screen as it is to have good audio and good lighting. And Josh, would you mind sharing with everyone, once this podcast is up and running, links to where they can purchase similar items or, you know, your Josh's picks, the best, the best recommendations? Absolutely. I think it'd be important to, to have a couple different tiers, you know, maybe some lower end, uh, middle and high end gear, depending on your budget and the room that you have to work with. Yeah, we can share those links with you guys. Awesome. And so this is our first week of having a video pick of the week. And we are going to go with Joseph M. Todd PC, not because I was just on there, but because when you see Mr. Todd's video, homemade video, you're going to love it. He's, he 
he's a trip. He just jumped right in there in front of the camera like he'd been doing it from day one. And you, you'll you see it. We'll make sure to include a link to that one too. It's, it's really funny. It's really great. And you'll notice how much the lighting um, helps that situation too. So yeah, to keep an eye on the lighting and listen to the sound. Uh, I know when you watch the video that Annika played earlier, the difference in the sound quality of having that microphone is, is night and day. It helps eliminate a lot of like background noises too. So if you're in a busy, you know, say you're uh, close to a window and you got some city noise outside or you're at home and your kids are running around, you got a dog barking, those microphones, you know, kind of pick up in this, um, three, four foot range around you. So it's gonna eliminate a lot of that background noise, um, which is a huge, um, you know, if you can make something better, you might as well do it. And we'll make sure to um, give you guys some pretty funny examples on the audio quality and what difference it makes in future episodes. We're gonna do a whole episode on sound and it'll be, it'll be crazy to hear the difference. It'll be pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different microphones that you can use. A lavalier mic that's hooked up to you, one of the Blue Yetis. We have shotgun mics, on-camera mics. So we can test all different, you know, brands and, you know, different ways so you can see the difference and what might work best for you. We'll also share with you um, some funny bloopers that we've had over the years when it comes to microphones. <laughs> that might be about a 40-minute video. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's a ton of them. So... Thanks so much, you guys, for tuning in. Uh, be sure to let us know if you have any questions or if there's any specific topics you want covered. Otherwise, we will see you next week for another episode of Maximum Lawyer Storytelling. See ya. See you guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk same time, same place next week. To stay connected, join us on the Maximum Lawyer Facebook group. See you there.